0: Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, September the 28th. I am back in the studio rocking and rolling for another episode. We are at episode 59. I'm feeling good, feeling excited about it. I am in here for a solo round, short form solo round. just kind of want to do some venting and talking about some subjects that have troubled me, if you will, over the last week since we were last together. Speaking of last week, definitely if you have not already, please, please go check out our most recent episode of the Grief Holy podcast. We had on the phenomenal Mr. TJ Jackson. He dropped so much wisdom, so many gems, very, very personal interview. He said himself, he shares so much on there that he has never spoken about in an interview before. Go back, it's on YouTube, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, it's everywhere you get your podcast. So definitely go bless yourself, if you will, by checking out that episode. Before we really get into this week, I do want to thank our sponsors, BetterHelp. They are an online counseling organization. They offer counseling and therapy from the comfort of your home. Text message, video sessions, whatever your comfortability, they offer that option. Definitely go check them out at Try help. H-E-L-P.com forward slash the grief bully. Again, if you want to reach out to a counselor, the privacy of your home, they do not offer take, I'm sure they do not take insurance, but they do offer financial aid. And when you use my link, trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully, you will receive 10% off your first month. So again, going through a tough time, there is a valuable, valuable Option for you at try better help. So thank them for being a sponsor of our show. So We are here and it has been a lot for me emotionally since the last time we were together Actually following last episode when I recorded which was last thursday the 17th the following day was my friend's birthday And if you've been following a grief bully podcast, if you follow me on social media, or if you know me personally, then you would know that whenever I speak about my grief journey, whenever I go back to the beginning of my mission, if you will, or the times where I knew I needed to do more, I always talk about the loss of my friend. And that occurred May 25th, 2013. So her name is Moette. We went to high school together. We essentially kind of grew up together. And she passed away like I said in 2013. Her birthday is September the 18th. So again as I was saying, the very next day after recording was her birthday. Now, it has been 7 years since she's passed away and while I definitely think about her often, very very frequently, there's times where it is a little more difficult. I've I've been through 6 6 birthdays Prior to this one. Of her not being here. But for some reason. This last birthday. Was very difficult for me. And I know that. Facebook. Likes to keep us in the know. Keep us keep us remembering. Through their memories. How we were feeling. Or what we were going through. Or, or what was going on that same day. Many years ago. And so I do think. And I would attribute some of the conflict that I I felt I guess turmoil might be a better word could be due to that because upon waking up so first thing in the morning after hold on for a minute after I pray because prayer is my biggest investment and that's what I always like to do first and foremost before I start my day but then after that I pray some affirmations get myself in the right mind space I reach for my phone like most of us do and immediately on my memories it went back to actually the first year without her. So I said, that would be 2014 for her birthday. And it showed when we were doing a balloon release, some words that I said, and then it just kept going and kept going. And I'm just like, wow. And I really became inundated with, with the content. And so that started my day. Whereas I thought originally the night before, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to show love and, and lean into that and try to make it the happiest day possible I mean, essentially, we don't want to be sad on days. And I've talked about it before, the predetermined, the, the preconceived grief that we'll have. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to lean into it. I wanted it to be more of a happy day and love and memory to, to my homie, someone that I cared a lot about. But unfortunately, I found myself early in the day, extremely in my feelings. I mean, I was in my feelings. And so when I was thinking today about, hey, what do I wanna record about? What do I wanna talk about? Cause I always want this deep, deep episode. I always want fire content. I want something to be so moving. And sometimes it's, it's just a reality, right? The, the reality of my everyday life, I believe when it comes to the grief journey can really offer a lot. And so I was in my feelings. I was kind of moody. I was just feeling not so much like myself. And I was really, I think, in a state of shock. Seven, yes, yeah, seven years later, I felt like I was in a state of shock. I was in total disbelief. I couldn't believe it. I just could not put it together in my mind that this lovely person was not existing here with us and in the physical. Let me just clear that up. And I think part of it has to do with the other part of it. because I talked about the one part of it with the Facebook memories. But I think one of the deeper the deeper things with that that has troubled me then and is still troubling me now is when I was going to look for pictures, which a lot of us do for our social media platforms when it's someone that we love's birthday, we post pictures, we write comments and so forth. And so I was looking at the pictures and it dawned on me in that moment that she is going to, in this realm, always be 25 she was 25 when she passed away and i'm looking at the pictures and i'm and i'm thinking like wow like like she looks so young that was the first thing i thought like wow she looks so young and in my mind it it didn't click right away but like of course like of course jay nicole she she never went past that point and so it really broke my heart to realize that she will always be there and my life has gone on seven years beyond that. And so if I looked at a picture of myself from seven years ago, first off, I'm going to look so much more fit, but that's another story for another day. But I look different. I've changed. My hair has changed. My facial structures have changed a bit. There are so many different things, but she was still the same. And while there's an essence and she's she's a beautiful woman, a beautiful young lady, so Doesn't take away from that in any way, but it's just like wow like she's she's just kind of here And so I think that kind of started the domino effect if you will of my emotions. I was kind of angry at that Can I say that can I say that I actually really felt? Kind of angry. I had no real direction as to who or what I was angry at per se, but I felt angry I felt mad. I felt cheated. I felt like she was cheated I felt like she was robbed I felt like it, and I still feel. I mean, it's not say felt, but I'm more speaking of that particular moment. It's not fair. It's not fair that I've been able to live my life. I've been able to to buy a house. I've been able to get married. I've been able to experience so many things that she didn't get to do. And so for me, I felt like that. That's not cool. And again, I just didn't know how to how to carry that. So I kind of sat in it. I kind of sat in it, guys. I I, I sulked a bit. I cried. I cried my eyes out. Actually, I reached out to some friends, you know, to just kind of talk about reminisce a little bit and just express kind of where I was and where I was feeling what I was feeling. And I tried my best. I tried to lean into other people's social media posts about her and just get through the day. But some of you out there might feel like that, too. You might feel a little confused or thrown off your normal routine or taken back. By how your feelings how your grief comes up out of nowhere Maybe say on birthdays or milestones or what have you and I want you to give yourself a break Allow yourself to feel that and understand that. Hey, listen This is an unpredictable journey No, two days are going to be the same No, two years are going to be the same Even when we plan for it and that's okay. That's okay because it didn't the the sadness the heartbreak, it didn't really linger too much longer, like throughout the entire weekend. By the time Sunday came and my wife came back, we were able to have a good a good time, a good afternoon. But during it, it was tough. It was difficult. And that's just something that I definitely wanted to share here because I think it will help someone out there. So lean into it. Again, I didn't get a chance to say happy birthday because her birthday hadn't come at that time But I would definitely want to say happy birthday happy belated birthday now to my friend Moet. and Yeah, that was that was a tough moment for me and, and I don't know if it'll be like that next year I don't know what other times will, will come from it But it was definitely tough for me and I wanted to share that with you all So it's kind of been a couple of days I guess that it just i've been in my most in my feelings i'm, sorry and so I've had a lot of things change in my life since the passing of my grandmother and the passing of my father, a lot of a lot of fortunate situations, a lot of blessings, a lot of great opportunities that have been afforded to me. And I may have spoken about this before, but on the other side, and Brene Brown talks about this, on the other side of, of joy, there's pain. And that's why it's hard for us to be vulnerable and to lean into good moments sometimes because on the other side of it. It can be sadness. And so while I'm very excited for my future and my present and the things that I've been able to accomplish and experience, I have to be honest, it's hard for me at times because my grandmother and my father aren't here. And so to not be able to share those moments with them lately has really been burdening me. It's been making me really feel a type of way and even, for example, having TJ Jackson on my podcast, I mean, that is an amazing opportunity. What a phenomenal experience. And I just know how proud they would have been. My dad would have been calling everybody after a couple of drinks or a lot of drinks. I me mean, be honest, he would have been calling everybody. Oh, my daughter is got the Jacksons on. She's doing this. And it just really bummed me out that I wasn't able to share that with him. And my grandmother, same thing, she would have been so proud. And it's like, I do have a lot of love and support. And there's a lot of great people in my life that reinforce that, but I was hurting. I was hurting. I was really struggling with that. And so I had a therapy session because shout out to therapy. It's cool. It's the thing right now. I think healing is becoming the new sexy. And so I had a therapy session, which actually I took it from my phone and I was outside and in like the square benches that I have in my complex and and the sun was shining and we're having this conversation. And that was one of the things that came up was just feeling in my feelings about those things and, and feeling like I don't have them here and, and not having that love. And what I learned is that when you have someone in your life's voice that was so loud and their their proudness and their love was so big, that their their silence becomes deafening like there's their silence makes everything else louder they're the void if that makes sense and so I was I just been feeling kind of cheated I want to say that and I, I'm going to really say it again Like I, I feel cheated I feel like I lost my friend at a young age and I'm pissed off that she died at 25 I feel robbed that my grandmother who was my world is not here and I feel even more angered to the fact that I don't have my dad And it really frustrates me and it it made me angry and it made me feel like, hey, I've got to figure out how I can find that balance. How can I be happy for myself and proud of my accomplishments and not feel like, oh, well, they don't really matter that much because I wasn't able to share it with them or I wasn't able to accomplish this while they were still alive and to try to figure a way to move through it. And the first step there was definitely communicating it with loved ones, family and friends and then taking it a step further to have that conversation with my therapist in order to work through that and and deal with, because I'm working on a lot of internal resolution that needs to be had before I have reconciliation with people in my life that I need to reconcile some things with. So I'm still working through a lot and a part of my story that I will share with you all down the road when I'm absolutely ready. But the other side of that was to open my eyes and to say, hey, where can I find beauty in this struggle? As I always say, I think it's there. But to be honest, sometimes we're so bogged down by the sorrow and the pain and the defeat and despair that it's hard for us to see that. And so that very day after I had my therapy session, I am not kidding you, my father-in-law randomly came to our home. He hadn't been there and he happened to hit us up and say, hey, what are you guys doing? I'm not too far away. I wanna come by. And I was just instantly so excited. I'm like, wow, I just had this entire therapy session about feeling lack feeling lack because my father isn't here. And then my father-in-law, I believe God sent them by. I I truly believe that he came by. I mean, it wasn't even like the middle of the afternoon. It was almost seven o'clock, 7.30 on a work night. And he decided to come by and we had the best conversation. It was just so, so organic, so natural, so genuine. And I felt so filled up and so much love from that, that I was able to, To navigate and we're sitting actually in my living room where my father's urn actually is And we're i'm able to just lean into it. I wasn't resistant. I I wasn't bitter I was I didn't have my hating hat on that day and and I felt good about it and the next day I shared yeah, I think that was the next day or two days later. I'm sorry Where I texted my father-in-law to tell him. Hey, i'm going to be on this YouTube channel interview live streaming and so forth And so I was supposed to get on at 2 p.m., but I logged on at 1 for the beginning of the show. And as soon as I turned on YouTube, I I see Curtis Flora. I saw my father-in-law's name, and he was on there. And I, I told everybody I wouldn't be on until 2, so you didn't have to get on at 1. And he was on there, and he was commenting and just engaged. And when I got off of there, I felt so loved. I felt so loved and so overjoyed. And I actually shared it publicly on Facebook. And I did that because I think it's important for people to see that in our grief, we can absolutely find anger, resentment, because I have had resentment it, against Tanya for having a relationship with her father still and still being able to FaceTime her dad and laugh with her dad and go celebrate him on Father's Day and do all of these things. And I don't have that. And I get a little weird sometimes. But as of late, I've been trying to just lean into it. And the other day was a, a beautiful testament to that. And a prime example of being open on the journey, being curious about my grief and seeing where it can take me. And it brought me guys. It brought me closer to joy and more peace. And I told my father in law, thank you for that, because even a simple fact that after a text, he says, love, dad, I never thought I would see that again. Never thought I would see that again. And so some of us might not be as fortunate right now, and it might not be in that exact scenario for you in your life. But what I want to challenge you to do, and if nothing else to take away from my story, that there's possibility. There's possibility for things to become beautiful, and and it may not be consistent, right? It's not to say that there won't be moments where I'll still feel cheated or robbed or angry and so forth, but I can also know that on the other side of those moments, I have potential to feel joy to feel peace, to feel happiness. And hey, the way life has been going, I wanna just hold on to as many of those moments as I possibly can and pull them as close and near to my heart. And I wanna give people their flowers and definitely make sure that I let people know I love them and I'm super thankful for them being in my life. So I wanted to share that with you. I hope that everything I talked about today as far as the loss of my friend and then the loss of my father and then just being able to lean into the beauty can definitely help someone today. I hope that you can. And so right now, I want to bounce into our inspirational booths, which is a part of our show that is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, so many fire things that they offer there, doormats, did I say that, custom doormats with cool sayings. Follow them at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y, D S I G N S, and they are our sponsors for our inspirational boost, which is where we like to kind of drop a quote, some inspirational words, or just something to think about for for our week. And so this week, our quote is: Fall in love with taking care of yourself. Fall in love with the path of deep healing. Fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself, but with patience, with compassion, and respect to your own journey. Wow, that that is so beautiful. I actually want to read it again. Really, I I like the ending of it the most. It's fall in love with becoming the best version of yourself, but with patience, compassion, and respect to your own journey. And if that is not an echo of what I talked about here today, we absolutely need to have patience. We need to have compassion for ourselves, respect for our journey, because in a journey, there's the beauty and the struggle. And so we have to have respect and patience and compassion for all of that, all of those emotions that come into play when we're talking about grief and loss and our mental health and our mental wellness is super, super important to do that. And so as we bounce into our love and memory segment, which is a part of our show that's very important to me to humanize and highlight the lives of those that have gone on. I want to share this love and memory segment to my friend Moet, to Moet Palmer. I've, I've mentioned her on the show quite a few times. We talked about her earlier in the episode and with her birthday passing recently I, I wanted to say in love and memory and I want her to know if she can hear me wherever she is in the world and, and in her in existence is that you know I love her I miss her dearly and and I'm just gonna just really gonna say this that I wish there was more I could have done I, I will always be honest about that I wish there was more that I could have done and so I'm going to continue to just use my voice to empower and to help and to make change in areas that I still have the opportunity to do so so, so in love and memory to Moet, we truly miss you Mo. Oh man, your personality. We really miss it. We miss your laughs, your personality, your fieryness just all the good stuff, all the good memories. So just, just thankful that we had the opportunity to be a part of your life. So that is our show for today. I just want to give everyone a big hug, a big air hug. We're dealing with so much loss and grief and I, I would be remiss if I did not set time aside to just just talk about where we're feeling, how we're feeling as people of color, how we're feeling as allies of people of color, everything that we have going on right now with Breonna Taylor and, and everything that's going on in, in Louisville. It's just it's so much the process that I have to be honest with you, I'm not prepared to really dive into the topic, but I'm feeling a little deflated. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little a little hopeless, a little drained, a little tired. It's a lot. It's been a lot. And I think what's the most tiring and the most defeating is that I noticed it's not the end. Unfortunately, I noticed it's not the last time. It's just another time. And that's what really sucks about it is that you want to have the fight and you want to keep pushing, but it's like, man, it's a lot. And so I wanted to just highlight that and bring awareness to the fact that this is a major, major ongoing issue for us. And that, and that I I, I want to say that black women matter. And that's kind of how I want to roll out of this show, that black women matter. And we've got to do more. And we got to keep hope alive, keep fighting, keep pushing through all of it. Guys, listen, I want you to check out our episodes on YouTube. Subscribe. Please do that. Go to all of our episodes. Share them with somebody in your life. I'm your host. I love hanging out the most. You already know it on Instagram. It's my favorite thing <laughs> to do. Uh, hang out over there on Instagram and I want you to follow me there. DM me, hit me up, drop a comment. Let me know how you're feeling about whatever you have going on. If you want to join our Blue Heart Text Gang, definitely do that. Text us at 856-341-9950. That definitely will be in the show notes. Guys, follow me at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Till next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace. Peace.